0: the outline
1: hello everyone and welcome to war of the stars a star wars podcast come you as always from deep within the outer rim far beyond the watchful eyes of the galactic empire my name is john mark tolly and joining me today as always is my co-host with mo host garrett k jones how's uh, the galaxy doing uh, well, it was a beautiful day out here in my neck of the galaxy, about 70 degrees. Beautiful. Uh, not too hot, not too cold. A lot better than it was for uh, Halloween night. That was freezing cold, bitter cold. <laughs> but I was out there with my daughter, trick or treating, like always. Um, but it was a lot of fun. She got a good
0: haul, I That's will say. Good. That. Um, That's good. Yeah, we, uh, uh, the weather here has been nice. It's been, I mean, it's been cool in the mornings. Um, it hasn't been terribly hot. Like, um, it's been, I think, at most somewhere between 75 and 80 degrees in the afternoons. And then it's it starts dropping down. But the last two nights, we've had rain. Like, we had rain really early Monday morning. And then we had a nice downpour last night from mm-hmm. about 10 o'clock or so for about three, four, maybe five hours. It was nice. Wow. Nice. Um, Nice. Yeah. So, uh, our, our Halloween wasn't too, uh, bad either. Um, normally gets, it's pretty warm, still 85 to 90 degrees, uh, on Halloween. And it was, it was nice. Like it didn't get too hot. And, you know, by the time that, uh, night fell, you just needed a nice long sleeve shirt. Hey, there you go. Um, well, I had a birthday while we were, Happy birthday! Yes. So that yes. that makes you officially uh, thirty for how the which number time? For what? I I don't know actually how old you are. Oh, I am forty six.
1: Okay, there we go. <laughs> I, mean, if you want to say I'm thirty, I'll take thirty. You're thirty for the sixteenth time. <laughs> <laughs> that would make that would make me really old. Well no 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 you're right. I don't know. I,
0: I can't math. <laughs> That's okay map. neither can I. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> so uh what is our topic today,
1: John? Well, we are going to be looking at looking backwards and forwards at the Disney buyout and kind of looking ahead at where we see things going for Star Wars. Um. And just kind of you know talk about where where we've been and where we're going and where we're at right now. Um. So, it's been
0: how long has it been since the buyout? I think the buyout was 2011 or 12. So at least 11 years. 11 years. Is it?
1: Was it? I thought it was, I for some reason I thought it was longer than that.
0: Let's take a look when did disney buy out lucas film october 30th 2012 so it's been 2012 11 years. all right wow
1: so 11 years and we've had let's see
0: three movies oh no more than that we've had five, five movies. movies five movies we've had at least seven new live action series. Live
1: action series, a new animated series, a bad batch.
0: Well, mm-hmm. actually, more than that, because we got this the final season Rebels. of Clone Wars, Rebels, and we got we, we got Rebels, we got the continuation of Clone Wars, we got the bad batch, we We've have the Young Jedi Adventures, Young Jedi Adventures, Rose
1: we had the uh the shorts, all the little shorts they had, the uh, mm-hmm. forces of destiny.
0: We've also had, we've also received more of the Lego shorts.
1: Yes. And the Lego, Uh, even more of the Lego, you know, series and kind of
0: longer form Lego stuff. So we've had Uh, a lot. We've had some decent, some some somewhat decent games and some others. um, Like the, the Star Wars Jedi series starring Cal Kestis uh, Mm -hmm. as the main protagonist. I haven't played survivor yet, but fallen order is definitely one that I, I recommend to anybody who's a gamer. Uh, I have not played. Um, I, I played star Wars battlefront that came out in 2015. That one wasn't really all that solid. Cause a lot, it was focused mostly on the multiplayer, which mm. is fine, but th- like, there's no missions. There's no campaign. It's yeah. that's all it is. And so if, if, you know, it, it gets really tedious because they only had a handful of game types. Yeah, I haven't um, played Battlefront two, but I heard it was slightly better. The graphics are amazing, though. Yeah, and then they have a um, uh, a
1: flight a flight sim game that came out too recently. Yeah, I
0: think so. I, I think it was like Jet. Uh, I think it was called like Star Wars Squadron or something.
1: Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, yeah. Um, which personally, for me, I would have rather they just re- redid and remastered um, the X Wing series. Because oh, that was one of my favorite games from back in the day. Oh, dude. X-Wing, x TIE Fighter. I love TIE Fighter. Star Wars. TIE- oh, that was so... And yeah. one of the uh, early inclusions of Thrawn. Yes, it uh, did. they did. Had- Thrawn was in that game. Um, but I had all of that. X-Wing, I had TIE Fighter and X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. X-Wing Alliance. Because um, I remember X-Wing Alliance was the first game that I had that was on a C D ROM for those of you <laughs> old enough to remember games oh used gosh. to be in a floppy disk and yes it was this little it was called a, it was called a floppy disk even though they weren't floppy but they're about like what was it a five by eight uh eight.
0: three and a half inch floppy
1: yeah yeah you I, uh, it in have to go to DOS and type in c colon backslash dot 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 execute yeah that's how I had uh I had t- uh X-Wing
0: Uh, number two on, on PC for that in that same format. I'm just like, Holy cow. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we're talking, uh, we're talking about the history since the, uh, since the buyout. So, and the, and the future of star Wars moving, moving forward. So um, as we said, the, uh, the buyout uh, Disney acquired Lucasfilm uh, on October 30th, 2012. So that for those of you listening, that was the day before Halloween, 2012, right. uh, for a total of 4.05 billion with a B dollars. That is a lot of money to be throwing at a production company. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, as far
1: as I mean, we can we can debate, you know, till we're blue in the face, quality-wise, how 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 it's gone, mm-hmm. but financially, do you think it's been a success for Disney?
0: the 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 purchase of Lucasfilm I think initially it was because uh, like if there's anything that Disney is good at doing is they've got a they have a way of doing things obviously it's dubbed the Disney way and where production gets streamlined very quickly because they know how to uh, they know how to turn everything into a machine that (laughs) generates income for them yeah um uh, as far as the success, I think, I, I think the success is it's a mixed bag at this point, mm-hmm. just because of of quality of content, uh, the quantity of content, um, and and that's kind of something that I, I've been thinking about as we were planning this particular episode. Right. Um, so as far as how things have gone, I think there was a point where it was steamrolling pretty well like everyone got really eager when episode seven was announced yeah and all the other projects in between and then since the release of episode seven to theaters there's like there was kind of a a downward trajectory like i mean like even when the the even when last jedi came out even when Solo came out when like, as the films have come out, there's, there's been huge hype, huge uh, interest because star Wars is one of those things. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's a name brand that, that Mm. people know in their households and people love it. Um, And then, and as say what you will about rise of Skywalker, but it came out the same year that Mandalorian was launched. Right. And Mandalorian was a great huge flagship title to have for Disney plus. Right. When, when the franchise or when the, the streaming app was, was launched, it's been almost four years, Mm -hmm. but because the constant content coming out because of that, the constant pumping of, of, of the material, I think it's lost its novelty. It's lost its flavor. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can definitely see. I can definitely see see that. I. I mean, you know, we we look at you know things like I know we like to you know people like to look at solo and say, you know, it was the the first Star Wars flop, but a lot of these you know things that we look at, at flop. Do you think we look at these and call them flops from the standpoint that they didn't do? what a normal Star Wars movie should do. Right. You know, if you were to look at just like a movie, lights, lights, like, let take solo, for example, just on its own, if it was not, you know, necessarily, you know, didn't have these Star Wars labeled to it. And it made the type of movie type of money that it made. It would definitely not be considered a flop. Because it made its money back. It right. did good. At, but because it didn't do what, every other star Wars film had done prior to that.
0: Well, and, and part of the, I think part of the problem is we, we have a misunderstanding of, of that. Cause like taking a look at solo, for example, okay. it was produced on a budget of 275 to $300 million. That's huge. That is huge. That is a huge movie. Right. Um, but a lot of that goes into the special effects, which were actually fairly good. Um, it went into casting. It went into um, the you know the uh, the pu- the publicity and and the promotional materials that went into it. Yeah. Um, and the, now the initial box office was 393 million, so it did make money. Right. But not at not at the rate as say something like. The Force Awakens because The Force Awakens was made on a, on a budget of 447 million dollars, okay. and that's the netted amount. It made over two billion, yeah, in yeah. box office revenue, and that's worldwide. Okay. Um, when you um, and so when you look at or then like uh, Rogue One, which came out two years before. Uh, uh, two years before Solo did and yeah. the year after. Cause like from like 2015, we've had fairly consistent movie releases. We had, we had the force awakens in, in 2015. We had rogue one in 2016. We had um, the last Jedi in 2017 solo in 18. And then we had the rise of Skywalker. Right. right. Cause I know that
1: was initially that was, that was the idea was you'd have a, a saga movie, a, a standalone saga standalone saga standalone right but then solo happened and didn't quite do and it it's just like er, like they kind of put the brakes on those standalone you know star wars stories as they were being called um but i mean solo a lot of that if i if i remember correctly that that had issues from the beginning that had nothing i mean you know production well, issues they the had, part was the
0: Part of it was the the story that was originally written by um, uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. They were the original writer, yeah the original writers and directors on this. And eventually what ended up happening is the uh, like they did not do like the actually the script was written by Lawrence and Jonathan Kazin. So it was written by someone. You know who has a history of star wars but phil lord and christopher miller wanted to kind of do their own thing because that's what worked for them when they did um you know lego movie and some of the other things that they have worked on yeah and they they weren't towing the line the way that lucasfilm or disney had wanted them to and so they ended up going back on it and they um they ended up getting Ron Howard to come in and reshoot a bunch of stuff, which, which is why when you look at the budget, it, that's why we don't have a set range on how much it was because they had to go back in and reshoot a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Reshoots are expensive. Yeah. Um, And while we have things being done on digital now, which makes it far easier, you're not spending all that money on, on film. Bringing back cast members, bringing back in the set designers, bringing all all those those teams in costs money, mm-hmm. and to shoot on location or to shoot on set or rent the soundstage, it costs money. Um, but then you take a look at Rogue One. Rogue One had a very modest budget. It was two hundred to two hundred sixty five million dollars, and it raked in. billion dollars it it made more than four times its budget wow and solo barely scraped by getting even yeah okay then you take a look at uh let's see um the last jedi okay the last jedi a budget of 300 million dollars okay okay more it was less money than what was spent on uh on uh, for force awakens rakes in 1.334 billion okay it still crosses the billion dollar threshold box office was yeah okay then you take a look at um the next one rise of skywalker yeah um hold on the Rise of Skywalker had a budget of $416 million and it raked in a box office of $1.077 billion. So three uh, saga films in moderately declining uh, quality of storytelling, great special effects, decent performances. Storytelling is what it is, but they all raked in over a billion dollars. Right. Right. Rogue One raked in over a billion dollars. So of the five films, Solo. Yeah, ten- definitely. Yeah, definitely. If you, yeah. Um. So I think that has that has been a a problem because film because making movies it, it, while it's a business, like the I like the way that Disney handles things, and and I know that Will would probably you know try to correct me here, but you know while it's Lucasfilm making the movies they're doing it under disney being a, the banner flagship yeah um and so um they're not doing it in isolation like they were before in in partnership with 20th century fox they're doing this all under disney mm-hmm. and so disney has this habit of pumping out material left right and center and you're when you have that much content coming out, something's going to give in quality. Yeah. You know, I liked Solo. I thought it was enjoyable. I Certainly did too. Didn't care for, but you know, it 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 was not a terrible film.
1: No. I'll have to go. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. It's been a while since I've watched it. But, um, what do you think that they've? I mean, what do you think are some things that they've gotten right? that they've done that has been,
0: I think, I think one of the things that has helped is doing set designs that incorporate practical effects as much as possible. Like as as much as I dislike JJ Abrams as a director and as a creative person, the one thing I, I do have to say that I like about him is his, his thought for what is going on in camera. He tries to do as much as he possibly can in camera, and the and that's one of the selling points for me about about both Rise of Skywalker and and the and the Force Awakens is that they are both shot with most of the effects, most of the sets, most of the props all being done without with very little digital green screening. Yeah, um, the. The other thing that I think that Star Wars has done well is now that they've got more money, or at least they got more money coming in from Disney's coffers, they were able to build and be on the forefront of newer technologies Mm -hmm. um, with the volume. I mean, unbelievable that you can it's basically a warehouse with a bunch of screens using Unreal Engine and you do a modicum of set design for a particular sequence and you can film everything else around it with in-camera. Yeah. Without without green screening anything. And if there is, it's very little. I mean, the outdoor shots, or what are supposed to be outdoor shots, are actually shot indoors. It's yeah. unbelievable what they're doing. Yeah. So the, the advancement in technology is amazing. And
1: I mean, that goes right back to, I mean, kind of what, even before the buyout kind of where you know lucas lucas and lucasfilm has always kind of been at the forefront of that you know you look at the original trilogy and they were doing you know stuff that hadn't been done before the the prequels were kind of the forefront of like you said the green screen technology was kind of you know say what you will about you know the quality or of the of the prequels and all that But again, they were at the forefront. They were pushing the boundaries. And we see the same thing now that, and now that they have even more money, they're able to, you know, to push those boundaries even further.
0: Yeah. And I I think that's cool because, like, I mean, think about some of the technology that we use now. Like, our, our film editing that we do on our phones and our computers, that's all stuff that was being developed at, at, ILM for years and now it's almost standard equipment for, for film editing. I mean, uh, sound design technology, the sound effects, stuff like that. That's all stuff that ILM had been working on for decades Hmm. and now it's available to us.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you can do, we'll have to do a a episode on fan films sometime, but there's fan films out there that are, I mean, as far as visual quality, are almost as good as anything you'd see on on the big screen. They're just amazing.
0: Yeah. And they're shot and they're shot using handycams and, and and iPhones and Yeah. Absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah. Just amazing, amazing. Um kind of crossing streams here. We've kind of talked about you know the uh, you know maybe the overload of you know too many too much stuff. What are some things do you think that Star Wars can, can learn from its other Disney owned compatriot Marvel. Well, see, that's that. If
0: anything, whether that be good oh, or bad, let like... me back up to, because if, if we're talking pre end game or post end game, because it's two different, it's two different. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So like, if, if we're talking pre end game, I would say for future reference, if you're going to, if you're going to create a trilogy of films, regardless of what director you have behind the camera make sure that the ending is ri- that everything is written with the ending in mind that things yeah. make sense because what Ryan Johnson did with last jedi undercuts what was being what was being reestablished with uh the the force awakens mm-hmm. and then they had to go back in and do retconning with the rise of skywalker to yeah. undo some of the weird things that Ryan Johnson threw in there because Ryan Johnson was not a fan of Star Wars. Yeah. He was not, he, he's not interested in making a Star Wars movie. He was making he was interested in making a Ryan Johnson movie with a Star Wars title on it. Right. And that's the problem is that he was not someone who had a love for the material. And at least I can say that JJ Abrams was one of those people who did have a love for the material and a love yeah. for the song. Um but since then since Endgame, did, um, Star Wars has been doing the same kind of thing that did, that that the MCU has been doing, and that they're just pumping out content regardless of quality, yeah. just to get it out there. They're spending hundreds of millions of dollars, and some of it looks good, but the stories are, are garbage. Others, this both the story and the appearance is just terrible. I mean. Uh, there's a, a a cosplayer that I follow. Uh, her name is Snarky J. Uh, okay. She does a she does a review channel on her on her YouTube. But one of her favorite Star Wars characters is Boba Fett, and watching the book of Boba Fett completely ruined the character for her. Mm. And it it, I mean, it, in some cases, it's turning off people who are longtime fans because because of poor storytelling, because of poor directional choices, because of poor aesthetic choices. Um, like, I can honestly say that probably the best Star Wars show that we have gotten since the second season of Mandalorian has been Andor. Book of was not well done. It was not well received. Uh, they t- and the title character isn't even a main player in his own show. Yeah. Then you've got Ahsoka, again, the main character isn't a main player in her own show. She is as dense and wooden as a, as a Sequoia. And I know, cause I've, I live just two hours away from those trees. Um, there, it, it left a lot of questions hanging and it felt like one of those things where characters were being shoehorned in because, you know, we, we've got Dave Filoni who just wants to see these characters done in live action. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, there are some things that are being done right. There are some characters who are very captivating, very interesting characters. Mandel, uh, Din Jaren is one of those characters that, mm-hmm. like, because of the helmet, you never see his face. He is mysterious. Yeah. And then little by little, we kept seeing more and more of his face. I mean, thankfully we saw that less. in. Yeah, I don't think eight. we saw,
1: I don't think we saw it at all in season three. I don't think he... I know we, we we saw it, yeah. Season one and season two. At the end, we both saw it and take it take it take it off a couple of times, a couple of times in season two.
0: Yeah,
1: it more happened more one. in season
0: two than it did in season one. That's yeah, and sure. then
1: season three there was it was not not taken off at all.
0: Yeah, and 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 so like the other thing is is like say what you will about the dialogue that George Lucas writes, because we we know that that's not very solid dialogue. Fast more tits. <laughs> right. Uh, but at least when it came to developing the story, he had a beginning, middle, and end. Nothing was left un- t- undone. Even if right. Revenge of the Sith had like seven different endings all tacked on um, because he had to wrap up all these various character arcs. That I get. But we have things that are left undiscussed in a whole new sequel trilogy. Like, how did Luke's Sky, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber get into Maz Kanata's hands? Right. What happened to the hand, for that matter? Um, you know why why did Ben Solo turn to the dark side? I mean, we get that that Snoke messed with his mind and 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 played him for a fool. But where does Snoke come into play for that? Yeah. You know, like we okay, we get that Vader is like in in the original trilogy, we get Vader is the bad guy. He mm-hmm. is. You know, he is directed by Grand Moff Tarkin to a point. But once Tarkin's gone, he is he is left to his own devices for the most right. part. And the only person he actually answers to is the Emperor, which we learned two thirds of the way through Empire that there's someone worse than Vader. Mm-hmm. OK, we don't need to know anything more about Palpatine other than he is worse because yeah. when someone as bad as Vader, it has to answer to somebody else. That is frightening. And we don't yeah. need to know much about his backstory because we know, hey, he's the emperor, he's the bad, he's actually the bad guy, not the guy that we thought was the bad guy. Um, yeah. but there's a lot of questions left hanging, and it become from a storytelling perspective, it becomes problematic because then you don't have you do not have the the closure that the audience needs to have by the end of the
1: story. Yeah. Do you think do you think that was the same? Because you could say the same thing you know if you're talking about the original trilogy with vader at the end of you just know that from obi-wan what obi-wan said that he was seduced by the dark side and he turned and he killed the jedi and at the end of end of return of the jedi you see his redemption you know luke says he still feels do you think that the, that the sequ- the prequels were needed so that we could get that backstory on vader or do you think it would have been fine just to leave the story the way it was
0: well it's because you could say the
1: same thing with with ben solo because we don't know why ben fell
0: we just know that he fell well see and the thing is that's see with 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 anakin we know that he was a jedi jedi don't have families or they're not supposed to at least Okay, right. the fact that a Jedi had kids is different. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and that's all stuff that was developed, yeah, through a lot of it, through the canonized or, at this point, decanonized um, extended universe. Well, we didn't
1: get the – I mean, if you, if, you, if you just watched the original trilogy. Right. There's no mention of, well, Jedi couldn't have kids. Jedi aren't supposed to have kids. That didn't come in until the prequels. That was the first mention of
0: Jedi can't have attachments. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, you're just like, oh yeah, hey, I mean, hey, hey, it's all but, right. But we get this, I, like, with Vader, there's a lot of things that were left open-ended because, like, why is he in the suit? What happened to him that put yeah. him in the suit? That's the, because, and we got conflicting information because there, I, I remember, you know, there was all sorts of, like, i i heard things that like you know being a dark side user corrupted you and caused you to start becoming deformed and stuff like that and that really isn't the case he's deformed because he was set on fire by lava um, and, and left for dead by his best friend um and so what we see i mean we know that vader's going to fall in the prequel trilogy and that rise that rise to power and all that and i i think for the most part it was executed well. I mean, the dialogue could have been better for yeah. sure. Um, certain motivations I think would have worked a lot better. Um, like what we do get is a lot of Anakin being told he just can't do something and him being petulant about it for, you know, a couple of scenes and like, there's really no reason for him to be overreacting the way he overreacts. Yeah. Um now thankfully the clone wars flesh a lot of that stuff out and it gives us that that filler but uh with with Kylo I mean it felt like JJ Abrams and the writers were like hey let's just throw this this idea of, of a new Vader in there but he's not as mysterious as they made him out to be because like well what are the Knights of Ren? Why did he join them? Why did he lead them? What is he doing now? How did you know what what caused him to turn to the dark side? He's obviously not a Sith right. like Vader was, because if he really wanted to pursue his grandfather's legacy, he would have become a Sith.
1: Right. Yeah. So with all the, you know, the negative stuff that's been coming out, um, you know, with the quality, the, you know, whatever, how much of the blame do you think goes to Kathleen Kennedy and how much is she just a scapegoat? Is she, because she is the kind of face of Lucas you know, film. She's going to get all of the blame and how much does she, how much of it does, does, well, she, does she take and how much of it is just,
0: you know, see, see, that's, that's the, that's the question because like ultimately at the end of the day, it's her name. That's on the door. Yeah. And when you're in any kind of administrative position like that, when things hit the fan, it ultimately falls on your head. And it could be said that maybe she was just given, she was a scapegoat, but given the fact that she was, that Bob Iger has been the person in control for the last decade Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or so, um, I, I feel like part of the responsibility is on him because he gave into the things that she, like he allowed her to have as much uh, leeway as, as she received. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, everything falls on, on, on her head because she's, it's her name on the door. Um, But I I think it's just, I, I think it's just ultimately comes down to things being mismanaged um as far as lessons that can be learned from marvel i'm that's that's something i'm concerned about because like i've been hearing rumors on social media about how feige is is whether it's true or not he is gunning for for lucasfilm like he wants to to take over really um because he well and Like, for a while, there's a point where Feige could do no wrong, especially with Marvel. But, again, and I don't know how much of this is things being, you know, going over his head with with Iger being in control or what, but, you know, things at Marvel have not been great. I mean, they've they've got a movie coming out this year, The Marvels, which is over $300 million, and it probably will not break even. Mm -hmm. It probably won't even come close um it, it's starring an actress that nobody likes yeah. with character with and two-thirds of its main characters are characters that have been pulled from a TV show that unless you've done unless you've done the time to watch through both um Miss Marvel Wanda, WandaVision and Miss Marvel you're not gonna know who these characters are. Yeah and see that's the problem Star Wars and Marvel have been kind of doing the same thing Since the since the advent of Disney Plus, in that they're putting out so much content on the platform that unless you've got that access and you're willing to sit through the hours upon hours of footage, you're not going to know what's happening. Like going through the MCU has become homework. And Star Wars has turned into that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you watch a movie that Star Wars puts out and you haven't like it like if my dad were to sit down and watch Ahsoka right now he he would have no idea who Sabine Wren is or or Ezra or Thrawn or Hera right and he wouldn't care yeah um he liked the first season of Mandalorian because Mandalorian stand alone for the most part you don't yeah. need to know anything
1: yeah
0: um and if you've watched Empire Strikes back at least you get the reference to Boba Fett in season 2 <sighs> Yeah, all of that makes sense, but then, but unless you've watched like, and I mean, I think he could probably sit through Andor without having to watch Rogue One because Andor is introduced to us as a young character through the series. But you know, it's it's you know, it's it's doing homework, Mm -hmm. and it's 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 and the way it if it feels like some extent the some of the series have been answers to questions that nobody is asking Mm -hmm. like Kenobi. I, I wanted to really enjoy Kenobi and some of the, some of the practical effects were great. Some of the fight sequences are okay. The writing could have been better, especially in the way that the main character was treated. Yeah. Um, Especially by the, you know, snot nosed little girl that was running around claiming to be a princess. But the, the, you know, the, it starts asking the question or it answers the question. Well, what if, uh, what if, uh, Kenobi had to break away from watching <coughs> for, you know, a, a couple of weeks to go chase after, uh, Leia. Hmm. And it's like, I get that, that you want to do that, but Leia Like, there's no inclination that Leia knew Kenobi in any kind of personal way prior to the events of of, uh, A New Hope. A New Hope. Like, she knew of him. She knew of her father's relationship with him. And that's what she references in her message to him at the beginning of that original film.
1: Yeah. And one thing I I would have liked to have seen with a a Kenobi series is seeing Kenobi trying to protect Luke from whatever danger while at the mm-hmm. same time trying to hide who he was from Luke like 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 something like that where because he doesn't you know he's still trying to hide still trying to hide the fact that he's a Jedi you know he still is kind of like you know
0: but trying to impart that knowledge and that wisdom onto a, a you know a young impression young boy kid.
1: yeah and i li- i did like the you know we get a little bit of the you know why Lar, uh, 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 Lars was so Owen was so hostile to him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I like that, but yeah. Um, well, as we wrap up here, um, what was it? I last the last question,
0: question was um, that you had posed was what does the future look like. for Star Wars. And I'm going to keep it simple. Honestly, at this point, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I think it would be, it would be in the best interest of the franchise to kind of scale things back. Mm. We talked about this before. Star Wars used to be an event. Yeah. It used to be something that you look forward to now we're being swamped. We are. We're being flooded on a, on an almost daily basis with new content and it's exhausting.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: It is exhausting. Like it, they need to scale it back, not do as many series I'd like to and, see them get back to to their to the movie
1: roots. Yeah. Do another do another, do another movie, you know. Yeah. And,
0: and make it a big deal. Exactly. But make it a one get it doesn't even have to be a well-known director. I, I don't, you know that that wouldn't even bother me if they went with someone who was a no-name director because I mean Gareth Edwards was barely had one major film under his under his belt by the time he did uh Rogue One and look at what he did with that. Yeah. He accomplished it very well. Um and he went on and this year, I mean, he went on to do the the Creator which was probably the most original movie to come out um in the last couple of years. And looking at the I'm trying to pull up how much it made at the box office. It its box office. It was made on a budget of eighty million dollars, and its its opening box office was like something like one hundred and one million. Wow! And it's still it's still in theaters at least in other parts of the world. Wow! Like I'm looking right now. And the create because the creator came out almost two months ago, it's still showing in uh, in two theaters. One is about twenty minutes from me. The other one's about forty five minutes away from me, and it's it's still doing well. Like it's um, so its run is not even anywhere close to being done. But it it's made money. Wow. And it had a fantastic cast. It had John David Washington, Gemma Chan, uh, Ken Watanabe, um, and Allison Janey. And you, so, like, there is something to be said about getting a, you know, uh, an, a director who can who can do something well with it. Yeah. Do something with a good story. Make the story great. Get a decent director, you know, who's Get good. Get someone who knows the material. Yes, Someone who knows the material and loves the material. Yeah,
1: I I, but at the same time, though, you know, that doesn't always... Yes, that helps sometimes, but you look at, like, again, to cross streams, Wrath of Khan. Um, He wasn't a Star Trek fan. But he made... So that doesn't always work, but I think in this case, you do need... I think usually I think that's the outlier, though of something like that where you have someone that doesn't know the material but still can make a successful movie. I can't remember who who directed Wrath of Khan either.
0: Uh, Wrath of Khan was... of Khan was directed by Nicholas Meyer Nicholas Meyer, yeah and he went on to direct uh, Star Trek Generations which, or no, I'm sorry um, Star Trek um, The Undiscovered Country
1: yeah but anyway, that's um, neither here nor there yeah. But yeah. I think for the, for usually like, it helps if you have someone that at least knows or at least respects, yes. you know, I think that's even more important than knowing the material and understanding is respecting the material and Agreed. respecting, and respecting these characters and understanding that the love that we have for these characters.
0: I, I would agree. It's, it is. And he, you need to have something that that generates the buzz. You need to have something that generates a good story Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that is going to not just because like people go to the movies to be entertained. They, they go, they want to have that suspension of disbelief. They want to have that, that escapism. And if you're not able to provide that, or if you're, if you're putting too much focus on, modern day politics or current day politics and trying to put a spin for modern audiences, it's not going to work. The whole, yeah. the whole point of star Wars is that it was meant to be timeless, yeah. which is why almost 50 years down the line, you can turn on the original film and it's going to be pretty good. Pretty enjoyable.
1: Yeah. I a great example of a, of a, of a, of a sequel movie. That is still update was still updated and still was good for you know a modern audience, but didn't have the over like you said the overwhelming you know political modern political messages whatever was in my opinion, um, the new Top Gun, Maverick, yes, excellent movie, excellent movie, and it's a good. Good update, a good sequel to the movie does everything a sequel should, mm-hmm. but
0: doesn't know yeah, do, doesn't punch you in the face with any type of overt it, like, message. There's there and the nice thing about Maverick was that there was subtle nods to the original film. Yeah, there are things that paid off from the original film, mm-hmm. but it wasn't meant to be just total fan service. Right, and and that like it wasn't just about member berries as as um dave cullen puts it um the the like like everyone like a lot of people walk out of the theater going oh wow, jennifer connelly what's what what's her connection back to um back to uh, maverick as a character and if you go back and you watch the original film and they even mention it briefly in passing in in this new in the sequel was that she's the the admiral's daughter that he had hooked up with before they got shipped out. Mm. So like there there's a connection there. You know it wasn't like she was just some random fling from his past. It was this was a character that was actually mentioned in the previous film.
1: Yeah. So well, let us wrap things up here. This has been a, a good
0: discussion, of
1: as always. Uh, I feel like I'm ranting. <laughs> nah, it's it's fine. It's fine. I love hearing. I actually like hearing, hearing your rants. Um, uh,
0: You're probably the only one.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we're getting. We got some. We have a few listeners, I think, who who are listening to our show. Um, All right,
0: guys, put it in the comments. What do you think of my rants on a scale of one to 10? How, 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 uh, how off the mark am I? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Again, um, we're here at GNN. We're fueled by fans. So we want to hear your thoughts on everything that's happened since the uh, Disney merger, uh, the Disney buyout, Uh, try to keep it somewhat civil. I know this can uh, be a, hot button topic Um, and we're all about bringing everybody together and understanding that everyone has different opinions and my our opinion is no better or worse than anyone else's opinions even if our opinions are right Uh, just kidding just kidding just kidding um, but
0: anyway, uh, Garrett, why don't you tell the people out there where they can find you at? Yeah, you guys can find me on uh, Instagram and X at GKJ underscore publishing, where I talk about my books, The Archives of, Sink, of the Sync Ram. It's a five book series, uh, Fantasy Adventure, uh, if you're interested in that, uh, which are found on Amazon and uh, Kindle. Uh, and then uh, also on my, on my social media, I do promote... My YouTube show, The Right Way, which can be found on YouTube by searching for GKJ Publishing. Um, On the show, we talk about, uh, we do book recommendations, author interviews, creative writing tips. Our writing tips this season are focused on writing poetry. I have a new episode that is dropping this Saturday, the 11th, uh, Corduroy Day, you know, 11-11. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, would love to have as many people as possible tuning in for that. Uh, goes live at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time on Saturday. Oh,
1: I meant to. I meant to. I'll tell you this right now. While we got you on here. Uh, speaking of fantasy books, my Ooh. daughter is uh, in school. She's reading a one of the classic fantasy books. They're reading uh, *Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe*. That's a great book. Currently, they're going through. It's his her, her teacher's favorite not favorite book, and so they're reading. The uh, the the first of the Narnia chronicles. So that's so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, thir- so, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Actually, it's not the first in the series. It's not it's the actually, first in the series. No, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. That's the most popular one. Um, what was the first? The one, book then? order is actually it starts with the Magician's Nephew. Oh, okay. Um, although the the Magician's Nephew was actually like It was actually uh, written years later, oh. but um, it's actually supposed to be the first book in the series.
1: Okay. So, yeah. Because well, I, I kept asking her, you know, she's like, she met Mr., and she couldn't remember the guy's name. Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. And we were talking about the difference because she watched the movie and then read the book about the difference between, you know, him and the book and him and the movie. Uh, I asked if if they've introduced, uh, if Aslan has shown up. She's like, no, Aslan hasn't shown up yet. He's not shown up yet. I'm like, okay. Uh, But anyway, as for us right here, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so at warofthestars1 at gmail.com. That is also our handle on X. All of their social media, you can find us under War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are, of course, a member of the Geek News Now Network uh, check us out on all platforms, including Spotify, um, <coughs> Twitch. I don't think we're on Twitch. We're not on no, Twitch. We're, not on Twitch. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We are on um, A- A- Apple Podcast. Everywhere you can find podcasts, just search, just look for <laughs> Geek News Now, and you'll find us there. Um, support the show go to patreon.com forward slash war of the stars or check out our merch on our Spreadshirt shop spreadshirtshopcom shop.com forward slash hey, you war nailed the that stars.
0: normally you trip over that one uh
1: i i don't i don't understand what just happened but you know. <laughs> uh that will it's do it for you it is strong with uh with me uh that will uh, at least do us do it here for us this week uh, even though he's not a member of Star Wars, RAP Matthew Perry. Um, yeah. uh, great. Uh, quite a loss. Um, anyway, as always, remember, this is not just our Star Wars. This is not just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. And until next time, may the Force be with you. This is the way.